Oh, y'all thought y'all wasn't going to see me? What? You thought I was going to go into hiding or some shit? Nah, fuck all that. We doubling down. Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number... 115. All up in your motherfucking ass. Hit him with that theme music. Sick podcast all up in your motherfucking ass. Episode 115. We still rolling. Where to fucking start? Where to fucking start, you assholes, you? Uh, man, I, I, I'm flummoxed. I'm flummoxed uh, uh, getting on here. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit shook. Um, I sound like the homie Bautista on here right now because it, it, it's been... Um, it's been a brutal year, and I know everybody's talking, you know, 2020, everybody's had a shitty year, but it, just keeping it in the sports realm, it's been it's been a brutal fucking year for your boy Moody Hank. It, it really has. Um, all my sports teams, everything I touch turns to motherfucking shit. Um, whoever, whatever I root for is a guarantee L. It's like a black cloud. Oh, by the way... That's uh, that's quadruple champ right there in the background cruising around. Uh, he's talking to himself. Uh, he's got quite an arm on him. He's throwing punches now. We're working on punches. He's throwing punches. You say punches, punches. He'll go over to whatever. He'll get on the ground. He'll do ground and pound. Uh, about a year and ten months now. He's been here since day one. Or y'all have been here since day one. Uh, but anyways, Black Cloud, my sports Black Cloud uh, that I've been living through, it, it, it's, it's fucking real. It's to the point that if I root for you, you don't want that. You want, you want the opposite. You want me talking shit about you. You want me fucking uh, counting you out. Because if I root for you, it, it's, it's a done deal. You're, you're catching a motherfucking L. Everything I root for loses. If you have cancer and I root for you to recover, it's a wrap. You're done ski, son. You better uh, have cleared your browser history. You know what I mean? You don't want nobody coming up on that. You better get all your, your, your little orderlies in line. Have your will all, all, all updated. Sent to the cloud. 
you got cancer, I'm saying, homie, you got my, uh, I'm rooting for you. No, you don't want that. You're done, you're dead. It's a fucking life, it's a death sentence right there if, if, if I root for you. All my fucking teams, all, all, uh, the fucking Braves. You saw that shit? They were up 3-1 to one and they lost to the motherfucking Dodgers. Might have to call Bautista up here today <clears throat> a little later. Hey, you heard it here. He, he fucking threw them under the bus. That's his squad. He threw them under the bus. He said they were done. He said they were, they were disgusting. He said they were done. He sold them down the motherfucking river. Now he's over here gum bumping, talking about championships and shit. It's 1-1. Tonight's a big game. Tonight's a big game. But them... You know, I, I picked Marais to win. He gets knocked the fuck out by a wheel kick right away. I picked Costa to win. He gets knocked the fuck. He doesn't even, he doesn't even get knocked out. He just stands there. I wasn't, I wasn't on wax, but I had Aldana winning, and she, she literally just chased Holly home around the motherfucking cage. You, you know about my motherfucking Cowboys. You saw my Pelicans collapse. My Angels were complete trash. They let half the league into the motherfucking MLB playoffs this year. We weren't in it. Lomachenko. Now, we forgot about this shit. We forgot about this shit last week. My man, Lomachenko. My man, my mellow, my mellow, my man. What the fuck are you doing, homie? I could have beat that Lomachenko. He sold me down the motherfucking river. Now when Bautista comes on, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all like this. When Bautista comes on, I'm going to pretend like I told y'all that I, I picked uh, uh, Teofimo Lopez to win that fight. I'm going I'm to act like that. But I didn't. You know damn well if you listen to this podcast for any period of time, I, I swang. I, I fucking bungee jump from the motherfucking Lomachenko nuts. Those nuts all up in my motherfucking mouth. Every time. I've been on here. I said he's the greatest fighter I've ever seen, skill-wise. Not like career-wise or anything or wins-wise, just skill-wise. On Saturday, this motherfucker, I don't know if y'all saw that fight, seven rounds, he didn't do a fucking thing. He literally just stood there. The first round, he threw one punch. The second round, he threw three punches. The uh, third round, he threw four fucking punches. Talking about, we're waiting for him to wear out. What, is that the Homer? You remember when he fought Dredrick Tatum and he fought all those hobos? You remember Hom- Homer? He fought all those motherfucking hobos, boxcar Willie and shit. He let them punch him in the face for about an hour and a half until they got tired. And then he would just push him over. And he went all the way to the top to fight Dredrick Tatum, who is, who is Mike Tyson. I can't remember if Fan Man or somebody came into the ring or some shit and fucked up. I can't remember if, if Homer got knocked out or what the fuck happened. But you get my drift. This dude, Lomachenko, came out here with the Homer Simpson game plan. Let him punch me in the face and the body until he gets tired. By the seventh round, he's like, oh, shit, this guy's not going to get tired. How the fuck are you going to wear somebody out without punching him? Standing there. Literally gave up seven rounds. They were talking about he got the second round. He threw two fucking punches. How did he win the second round? I had him legitimately down seven nothing. Game over. Then, like it's a, a, a fucking light switch, this motherfucker flips it and comes out and starts beating that motherfucking ass. The, the couple punches he had thrown in, uh, up to the seventh, uh, seventh round, you saw a couple little flurries here and there. You're like, he could knock this fool out. All he has to do is just do it. 
And you saw it. Eight through eight through eleven, he dominated. Hand speed was there. He had his little outside angle. He had that all night. He wouldn't take advantage of it. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Twelfth round, he just he didn't want it. The twelfth round, I gave that to Teofimo Lopez. Landed some big shots. He landed the right hand over and over again. Went to the body. The bo- he went to the body early, and that was the thing. You got a guy who moves really well like him with the head movement, subtle head, head movements and stuff like that, the footwork, you got to target the body. You want to hit somebody with real good head movement, you hit him in the fucking body. That freezes him up, and that's what happened. You start landing the right hand. Way more power than Lomachenko has. Do we get a, a, a rematch? I, I, honestly, if I'm Teofimo Lopez, I'm saying, fuck you. Go get another dub and then come talk to me. One... Because you got your motherfucking ass smoked. That shit was 8-4. to four. Whoever had it 11-1 to one or something like that, you're a fucking idiot. It wasn't that bad. It was still bad. 8-4 to four is an ass whooping. That's an ass whooping. He doubled you up. But I said, if I'm Teofimo, I don't know who the fuck is next in all those fucking boxing rankings. But I, I go fight somewhere else. And then maybe next year, after Lomachenko shows that he's not, uh, not a scrub, gets a dub... Maybe things are back to normal and you can actually get people in the stands and now you, you make even more money. So I, I wouldn't do that right away because if he fights him in his next fight, you know, depending on the timing, it still might be in another empty arena. Now, fuck that. Go cash in. And I'm taking Teofimo. I've never picked anybody other than Lomachenko. Never. But that was disheartening because that's the same way he lost his second pro fight. He, lost a, uh, he got a title fight against uh, Salido. And he lost that fight. He started his career one and one. He wanted to fight for a title, his, his pro debut. But the commission's like, nah, we can't fucking let a guy debuting as a pro fight for a title. So he at least had to fight one time. They gave him Salido. He did the same shit almost. Slow start, came out, gave away a ton of fucking rounds, and then at the end turned it up and had Salido out on his feet. Sleep number, sleep walking. All over that fucking ring. If there was like 30 seconds, 15 seconds left, he wins the fucking fight at the last second. KO. TKO. He ran out of time. And he ran out of time this time. And then he got outworked again in the, in the last round. Because there was too much desperation in that last round. He had to try to sit down on some punches. He had to, try, he had to actually stay. He couldn't be Loma. He couldn't, he couldn't dance around and move around and hit the angles. He had to stay in the pocket and try to exchange with him and land something that was going to fucking knock him out because that's what he needed, and that wasn't going to happen. So Lomachenko goes fucking down. You know, I was looking early on. I said, I said Rays and Braves came fucking close to that. So I end up with the Rays. The Rays get shellacked. Fucking mushroom head, forehead stamped in the fucking first game. I'm over here. Uh, just PTSD, all of it, man. I'm just over here just in shell shock, trench warfare. I'm over here just just fucking thousand yards staring every day. This fucking cloud that's just constantly raining on my head. Everybody else is nice and sunny. They're all dry and shit. I got to change my clothes throughout the day because I'm just getting rained on. I'm soaked. And... On top of on top of it all, I got I got to come clean to the homies. On top of it, the cherry, on top the icing on the fucking cake, whatever you want to say. I shit my fucking pants the other day. You hear that? He's laughing at me. 
You heard the quad champ over there. He's even laughing. I shit my pants the other day, and I didn't even know it. And that breaks like a 35-year... 30, I mean, I stopped wearing diapers. I think the last time I legitimately shit my pants was when I was wearing diapers. Let's say like three years old. So we're talking like 33, 34 years ago. I was riding a 34-year streak of not shitting my pants. Homies around me falling, going down every year. I got motherfuckers a bit. Rico, I know you're listening to this shit. This motherfucker's a habitual pant shitter. And he don't got no irritable bowel syndrome or anything like that. This motherfucker just at least like once every six months just shits himself. I've seen it. I've been in the car with him when all of a sudden he gets the bubble guts, the BGs. Motherfucker just, just got to shit himself. And, and you know, at least those are like watery shits. You got the stomach cramps and shit like that. Now, I've come close. I've come very, very close multiple times. Sides of roads have saved me. Yep. Parks have saved me. Carl's Jr.'s nasty ass pay a quarter to get in the bathroom motherfucking saved me on my way to work one time. That was like last year. Very close. Never actually shit my pants. Now I wake up. I go to 7-Eleven. Now, I didn't fart. I didn't do nothing like that, homies. There wasn't no, oh, oh I gambled and lost on this shit. I, I just got up. I went to, I went to motherfucking 7-Eleven, got my fucking coffee, came back. I was doing morning push-ups. This is like an hour now after I've woken up, and I feel something rattling around back there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I kind of feel back there, and it's like, it's like feeling my son's diapers or something. There's like something hard back there. I'm like, what the fuck? So I roll up in the bathroom. Sure enough, there's a fucking, there's a little fucking thumb-sized little, little fucking turd in my ass. <laughs> I had to like, I, I wiggled it out. It was like, and popped that shit out. It was like all the way out though. It was just wedged in my ass crack. I must have woken up with this thing. I must have shit myself in my sleep. And I've been cruising around the 7-Eleven. Willy-nilly. Porn cream. Now I drink. I drink uh, 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 my shit black, black coffee only. Bullshitting with the motherfucking clerk I see all the time. Not a care in the world because today I got time. Come home, doing push-ups, squeeze my cheeks together a little bit, go up in there and find that I got a fucking turd sticking out my motherfucking ass. Look down in my drawers, there's some little mouse tracks left in my little drawer. Some little mouse track, little fucking skid marks in there. Not throwaways, not throwaways. Normally, you shit yourself, it's because, how do you shit a turd? Like, usually you shit yourself some, it's some watery, you thought it was a fart, you gambled and lost type thing. This was a full-on turd. And I didn't even try to push one out and go back and think like, oh yeah, that must have been, you know... This morning at 6.59 when I farted, that shit must have come out. I can't even remember. It must have happened in my sleep. I got up. I didn't, it was rarity that I didn't pee first thing in the morning. So I didn't feel it in there. Maybe I did and I still didn't feel, I don't know. But I shit my motherfucking pants. I had a fucking turd in my ass for like a couple hours without even knowing it. And I just sat there on the john staring at this little turd. I just had it in my hand. <laughs> I, still, I, had, I, had, I had to go clip my, my nails afterwards because I had a little bit under the, uh, under the nail. And you can't, if, once you get turd under the nail, that's it. The nail's got to go. You're going to smell that shit all the time. It don't matter how often you wash your hands. Well, I'm just staring at this little thumb-sized little turd that was in my ass. 
and I'm thinking about all this shit. I'm getting drenched. I'm getting poured. It's a downpour. This black cloud. I'm like the Cowboys have just got their motherfucking ass kicked by the Cardinals. Ass kicked. Eight. Ass eight. The fucking buffet taking doggy bags home. Chewing with their motherfucking ass, their motherfucking mouths open. This was right after that. 38 to 10 to the Cardinals. I was reeling. It, 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 it was dark. They say it's darkest before the dawn. Oh, I can't imagine it getting much more dark. This is Stevie Wonder type dark right now. Never seen the light type dark right now. Shit is all bad. So I'm reeling. Whatever the fuck you think you're going through right now, just know that there's somebody such as myself that's got it worse. It's not the end of the world. You could be Gecko. You could be a Dallas Cowboy fan. Imagine that. Imagine being a Dallas Cowboys fan. When you think, you know, my wife, you know, I caught her fucking the neighbor. Uh, my dog got hit by a fucking semi-truck. This kind of shit. I could be a fucking Cowboy fan, though. Put the smile on your face. Make the best of it. Pull your big boy pants up and you keep it moving. See what tomorrow holds. But right now, uh, it's not looking good for me. Um, I did go 8-3 and three on, my, uh, on my picks last week. Fight picks. I, I got the main event wrong. I got the main event wrong. It's like, it's like you're stroking off, you're stroking off, you're stroking off and can't nut at the end. Old lady letting you beat, letting you beat, letting you beat. And then she cuts it off right before you nut. You just, you just can't blow it. You don't blow the load. That, that's what I did. I, I couldn't blow my load. Eight and three. Uh, started the night three and two and then ran off. Five straight victories and then lost the last one. Uh, NFL picks weren't great. Probably about 500. Probably about 500. Uh, I took chances, homies. I take chances. I don't come on here to just go chalk. Y'all motherfuckers can go on, on ESPN and see who's the favorite and say they're going to win. You can do that. We got Gaethje versus uh, Khabib tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, less than 24 hours. No, about 24 hours from now, the main card starts. You on that West Coast, Dago Bitch, California time, 11 a.m. And it's 11 a.m. right now. We got Khabib versus Gaethje. And I'm, I'm, listen, I, I'm, not going, I'm not going chalk. I'm not going chalk on that shit. Um, I'll just get into it right now. We'll get, we'll get uh, Bautista's take a little later, but... I got Gaethje winning this shit. I got Gaethje winning this shit. And now you're like, hey, motherfucker, I've been listening to the podcast. You had Dustin Poirier beating this motherfucker. I did. I did. I had Dustin Poirier beating him. I thought Dustin Poirier was going to come out there and let his hands go. Catch him with something. Make it grimy. Make it gully. Survive the first two rounds. Thought he had the grappling chops to survive, to take it into deep waters. I was like, if Al Iaquinta can go there, but then you think back to that Al Iaquinta fight with Khabib Nurmagomedov, and, you, and, and Khabib carried him. Khabib allowed him to get to the end of that fucking fight. He didn't fight Al Iaquinta like he did Conor McGregor. Al Iaquinta took the fight on literally like a day's notice. Khabib had been hard, hard time, having a hard time staying healthy to get to a fight, had been injured a lot. 
Uh, all sorts of shit was going on. He just wanted a fight at that point, and Ally Quinta stepped in after, remember, uh, Holloway, Max Holloway took the fight and then couldn't make weight or some shit like that. And then uh, Pettis took the fight, but then he couldn't make weight or some shit, or some shit happened with him. Uh, and then Paul Felder was going to take the fight, but they went, the commission wouldn't allow him to take it. So Ally Quinta was the only guy that could step up. And he just, he didn't feel like beating his ass. He just did him a favor. He allowed him to hang around and just kind of uh, uh, carried him all the way to the end. The kind of way that uh, Mayweather did with Conor McGregor into the 10th round. It got there because basically Mayweather allowed it to get there. Same thing. Um, but I think this time you, you got a guy who's wrestling is good enough to not be worried about being taken down. It's not the end of the world for him. He can scramble. He can get back up to his feet. He needs to land those, leg, those low leg kicks. Now, here's the thing with those calf kicks, man. They're lower. You can sneak them in there a lot quicker and get out of the way of harm. It's, hard, it's harder to catch one of those kicks, too. You throw that, that, that regular thigh leg kick, you get that knee tap, you get the leg caught, you get the knee tap takedown with the right hand over the top, driven down into the ground. The old, uh, uh, That's one of his, uh, Khabib's main takedowns. Um, um, Dominic Cruz does it really well. It's a good thing, you know, you, you, you catch that leg kick, you eat one leg kick, you catch that leg kick, do the knee tap, throw the right hand over the top uh, to counter it and, and drive him into the ground, get the takedown. It's going to be harder to do that when you go with the calf kick. And, could be, and uh, Gaethje has a way of throwing that, that calf kick with his head ducking out to the side, getting to the, and against another orthodox fighter, getting outside of that lead shoulder and then ducking off and throwing that left hook over the top, and I can see that landing. But if he just wants to go with those low calf kicks, normally you got a guy that's hell-bent on taking you down. You're going to kind of shy away from throwing leg kicks. You're going to be very careful about throwing them. You're going to have to hide them behind your hands and so forth like that. Um, I think he's just going to open up with some clean, naked, low calf kicks and try to maintain his distance with a little bit of jab on the outside. Now, uh, now Khabib's going to come right out and get takedowns. He, he said at the, at the press conference, he said, I'm not going to be like Daniel Cormier, his training partner. He said, Daniel Cormier came out, took Stipe Miocic to the ground. Stipe, Stipe got up, and then he never tried, uh, never tried to get another takedown for the rest of the fight. Khabib said, you get up, he's going to take you back down. You get up, he's going to keep taking you back down. He's going to keep taking you back down. The whole night, he's not going to stop. You can keep getting back up, he's going to keep taking you down. Unless... You can damage him. Nobody ever damages him. Why? Because they're so... They all say the same thing. Connor said the same thing. I was too defensive. I was too worried about the takedowns. This, that. This dude's not going to be worried about it. This is how he got into this fight game. Gaethje got into this fight game by being a Division I uh, wrestler. I, I think he was a champion wrestler. Yeah, that's how he got into this shit. They taught him how to throw ki uh, leg kicks, and, and he had fucking naturally has those fucking... Those, he throws those fucking punches like they're baseballs. He, with both hands, he throws overhands like they're baseballs. He throws hooks like they're, con like they're baseballs. It's weird how he throws his punches. He could be like the first ambidextrous pitcher on the mound, like going from left to right in between batters and shit. That's, that's how Gaethje's doing this shit. But he throws some crazy angles. He, all he's got to do is land that. He, he was on Rogan. He said the same thing. All I got to do is land that leg kick three or four times, and it, it, the whole fight has changed. And he says he's not even wasting his time because you look at even just a couple fights ago, he was throwing the regular hot, you know, thigh leg kick, above the knee leg kick. He says he's not even going to fuck with that no more. That's a good way to get taken down. He's going to throw the low leg kick, the calf kick, because it just damages people a whole lot more. You can't just check a low leg kick, uh, a calf kick. You can't check it. Even if you turn it out, you st it, it, you're going you're gonna to eat it. 
You can't just lift your leg up. The way you check is the way if you watch the Anderson Silva versus Chris Weidman, the second fight. Everybody said it was a fluke. No, the first one was a fluke. The second one wasn't a fluke. That's an actual legitimate. In, in Thai, they teach that as like a shin buster. The way he checked that kick. It's like you're wiping, you're wiping your shoe on a mat like you stepped in dog shit. Like a heel kicker. You know, when you kick your butt with your heel, how, you, how your lower leg moves but, the, the, but your upper leg doesn't move. It's just like that. Like you're wiping your leg off. Like you're wiping your shoe off, I mean. Losing my headphones here. Hold up a second. Okay, we're back. So what that does is it gets your leg, your lower, your lower leg out of the way. And against a regular leg kick, they'll land it on your knee. You land a, you land a shin on your knee, you're not going to throw that leg kick much, uh, much more after that. But that's how you do that, or you get the fuck out the way. Any kick that touches you lands. There's no real defense to a kick. If it touches you, wherever it touches you, whether you get your arms up, whether, whatever the fuck, it, it, it lands. If somebody swings a baseball bat at you and you catch it, it's still going to hurt. You catch it on your arms, you might protect your head, but you still your arms, your, your, your forearms, all that. So, uh, you know, Khabib's going to have to try, he's going to have to come right out. He's going to come right out, he's going to shoot. This dude can cover so much distance with his shot. That double leg shot, he gets deep on you, he gets those hands clasped underneath your butt. It's a wrap, you're going to the ground. Now, now when it goes to the ground, because it's going to go to the ground. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that uh, Gaethje is going to stay on his fucking feet. That's, that's not going to happen. But he's going to scramble back to his feet. He's not going to get overwhelmed on the ground and get grounded, pounded the fuck out like Edson Barbosa, like Conor McGregor, like any of those fucking guys. That's not going to happen to him. He's way too tough for that. He's way too good for that. That's not going to happen. He needs to avoid, avoid what Conor was calling that mermaid position. They call it the uh, Dagestani uh, leg iron, which is where they, um, they pin you up against the cage with your legs out like you're doing a hamstring tre- stretch, and he, and he keeps them pinned together with you up against the cage. You can't get out of that. He, he just basically figure fours your legs from the top, and then he works his way into a, a, a mount position, basically, or any position he wants. He can land punches from there, so you gotta stay, he gets that in every single, uh, every single fight. And the Dagestani handcuff, which is from the back position when he's got your back like a, a traditional, you know, um, wrestler on top, wrestler on bottom position where you reach around the back and, and, and control the, the far side wrist. They can't use that wrist. They can't use that arm anymore to post up on to stand up. They keep pulling it back underneath themselves so they can't ever post up. And then with his other hand, he's beating the shit out of you with it. If you can avoid that, he can avoid giving up his back against the cage turn into the cage, get off the cage, take the center of the octagon, stay in the center of the octagon. Uh, I don't see Khabib moving him back. I don't think there's going to be... you got to be... Here's the thing, though, with Khabib and his stand-up. It's better than people think. His stand-up is not trash. He throws... He has wrestler striking. Think about, like, the Matt Hughes's, uh, the Josh Koscheck's, the Tyron Woodley before he started being a bitch. Uh, they throw... Power punches, short combinations, ones, one-twos, three-twos, just basic shit, but they throw them really well. Very technical, very powerful, usually have quick hands. He's got that, and he's got an overhand right that'll sleep you. You saw Conor McGregor get knocked down by that. He's got a very good overhand right. He's very aggressive. He has a really nice one-two. He doesn't really throw a jab traditionally. He'll, put the, he'll throw a one-two hard and then shoot in on you. And that's what he's going to do right off, the, right off the bat. That's what he's going to do. He's going to come out here and he's going to keep taking, he's going to keep trying to get takedowns. Gaethje's got to get up and in those brief periods, 
and, and even in the Quinta fight, in in the Connor fight, in every fight, there's always been long periods of stand-up. Even in a, even with Khabib trying to get you to the ground, he's confident in his striking enough that he doesn't feel desperate that he has to always get it there. Now, who knows how that's going to be with with this guy? But if in those intermittent intermittent uh, positions, uh, times when they're on their feet, he can land. Uh, uh, Gaethje can land some leg kicks, land some hooks over the top, do a little damage. It's going to wear out. I think around the late third, early fourth round, we're going to see a, a change in the fight, and that's going to be Gaethje's. Gaethje's go time. If 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 for any at any time, Khabib Nurmagomedov stop you know can't get him to the ground. Like in the first couple of rounds, I expect Khabib to get him to the ground early, often, and and, and, and keep getting it there. Late in the fight, it's probably going to favor uh, Gaethje being able to stay on his feet longer. And uh, you know he doesn't have the Khabib doesn't have the the he, he's got good striking. He's got underrated striking, sleek, sneaky striking. That people don't, you know, sleep on. But it's not, he ain't going toe-to-toe for long stretches with this dude. Not with Gaethje. Um, he can hope to wear Gaethje out, you know, from having to get up from all those takedowns. Maybe, but that's also going to wear Khabib out. So, I, I, I just think it's going to be late. I got a TKO. I got it round five. I, I got, I'm, I'm going with the impossible. Could, could Number one, the impossible is seeing Khabib lose. Being finished, this is the only guy that can finish Khabib. I, I don't think there's anybody, at least at 155. You know, at 170, yeah, there's probably, you know, Usman's got a shot. Uh, Kobe Covington's got a shot at that. GSP if he fought him, uh, you know. But I'm going, uh, listen, I think, he, I think it's going to be too hard not to land a couple of those leg kicks. I think it's going to change a lot of things. You take that leg out, you destroy that calf. He can't shoot. He's going to have very difficult time closing that distance. He's going to get caught on his feet too much. And it's going to get longer. Those periods on the feet are going to get longer and longer as the fight goes on. And I got Gaethje winning this shit. And he was plus 350 uh, opening. As of yesterday, he was plus 350. Uh, get in on him now because late action, they're going to get, you know, that, they're going to drive that maybe 200. Maybe you can get him to 180-ish, maybe around there. He's going to close. He's going to close down a lot. Plus 350 for Gaethje. They're sleeping on Gaethje, man. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to drop at least a 10, maybe a 20 twin twin on that just for principalities. Plus 350 for, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking take that. I think they got minus 400 for, for, for Khabib. It's not that, the discrepancy is not that large, man. You, I, I get it. You know, Khabib has dominated, you know, and 12-0 and in the UFC. He's not unbeatable. He's not unbeatable. I don't think anybody in the UFC is unbeatable. And so I got that's that's how I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with Gaethje. I think he's gonna pull off the the, the fucking the upset. It's gonna be grimy. It's gonna look it's gonna look um, bleak at times for him. I think, but I think he's gonna outlast it. I think he's gonna hit a couple of those leg kicks, and you're gonna see a change in Khabib. You're gonna see a limp in Khabib. He can't go southpaw. I don't know. I, he could probably shoot from southpaw stance, maybe. But then you're using that damaged leg as your push-off leg, so that's gonna still be. I don't know. He definitely can't strike southpaw. He sure as fuck can't strike southpaw uh, like that. So um, look for that. Look for that. Gaethje, low calf kick, followed by the over top, over the hand, uh, left hook, right leg, left hook. He throws it better than anybody. That's a day one 
uh, Muay Thai kickboxing combination right there, especially to go low and come high. Go low to the leg with the right leg, the power leg, and then come over the top with the hook after that. It, it, whoo! That's what he landed. See, go watch that uh, Ferguson fight. He did that over and over again. Every one of his fights he does that, but he, he was blasting Tony Ferguson with that left hook. That lefty, lefty LaRue was eating his motherfucking ass all night. He was throwing that shit like, like fucking from, from center field crow hopping with it. Fucking throwing the runner out at home plate. Um, so that's, that's how the fuck I'm going to go over. And, and I was thinking to myself when I was, you know, getting rained on, uh, wiping my ass, staring at the little uh, mouse tracks in my drawers. I was like, a 34-year streak has come to an end. This has got to be an omen. It's got to be an omen that another streak is going to end. The Khabib train is going to come to a stop. I shit my pants for the first time in 34 years. Khabib is going to lose for the first time in the UFC. The first time ever in his career in 28 fights. 28 fights, 34 years. They both came to a close in the same week. It's monumental shit, literally. Give me Gaethje, TKO, round five. Let me save this shit. All right, I'm back. Now, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Dallas Cowboys. My Dallas Cowboys. Uh, You know, listen. My cousin hit me up before the game. He asked me, what do you really think? Do you really think... Do you think the Cowboys are going to win tonight? I said, no. No. I'll never... I'll never... I'll tell you right now, I'll never come on the podcast, I'll never put on wax that the Cowboys are going to fucking lose. I'll pick them every single motherfucking game. But off stage, exit stage left, I said, there's no way in fuck they're going to beat the Cardinals. I said, I'll be happy if we can keep it within 25. I'll be happy if we don't turn the ball over. That would be a win, but I see us losing. I, I picked the score 37 to 24. I thought that we, that's an ass kicking. You know, you get a late touchdown, that's 37 to something late, you know, 37-17 late or some shit like that. That's an ass-kicking. 37, I said, there's no way we're getting out of here, you know, they, they might touch off on, they might get a 40-burger on us. They ain't, they ain't bikini-bottom flipping 40-burgers on us, motherfuckers. That's what they're over here doing on some SpongeBob shit. That's what they're going to do. They got 38. They came damn near close. And we were rolling. We were looking good. The defense actually had some little bitties. Their little bitties dropped a little bit in that first fucking uh, quarter. They got some stops. They didn't look completely pathetic. They didn't just walk out there, bend over, and get their ass ate, spread their little cheeks out, get clapped up right there at, at, at midfield. They didn't do that. They didn't come out like that. They didn't start getting their cheeks clapped, standing O, until after Zeke fumbled twice in a row. Back-to-back touches. Game over. 0-0. We have the ball. We're driving. They got the ball first. Zeke fumbles. They go down. 7-0. We get the ball back. Hand the ball off to Zeke. Zeke fumbles. 14-0. Game over. You ain't coming back with, 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 with Red Rifle back there. Listen, I was on here saying I think he's a good quarterback. I think he is a good quarterback. But, you know, he hasn't been with the team that long. There was no offseason. There was no preseason. There was none of that. He came out against the Giants and threw some fucking dimes down the field and won that game for us. But 14 nothing. he ain't coming back from it. He ain't Dak. You saw, you saw what Dak brings to this team. Listen, without Dak, this is, this is 0-16, 0-6. 
legitimately, this team could be 0-6, but they'd get their ass eaten 30 fucking 8, 40, 44 to like 10 every fucking game without, without Dak. You can say, yeah, he brings them back and makes it look close. I'd fuck. I'd rather lose just, you know, we had a chance to win that Browns game. We wouldn't have had a chance to win the Browns game with, with, with Dalton back there. No way. And, and, and had we had Dak Prescott down 14 nothing against the Cardinals, we probably would have won that game. A couple years ago, we were down 14 nothing to some shitty team real early, like the Cardinals. Yeah. And we came back. Lickety split, quick lickety. That wasn't going to happen with Andy Dalton. Uh, the defense is fucking pathetic. This homie, this homie over here, Kyler Murray, I think he's dope. A little Mega Man arm, little little cannon arm. Uh, he came out looking like diggity dog shit. Stepped in like he 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 looked whack. He was throwing he w- he couldn't even get the the fucking little outlet pass on the swing play to the running back. He he was throwing it over the heads. He he, he had nine. He completed nine fucking passes, and we lost thirty eight to ten. The quarterback completed nine fucking passes, and we lost thirty eight to ten. Now he ran. He 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 boot scooting boogied all over our motherfucking asses. All fucking day. Cru- crucial first downs on, on third down and 10. Run, scramble. He's got a better chance of running and get a third and 10 than he does of throwing it. Especially against the Cowboys. He did that all fucking night. Kept him on the motherfucking field. It's like a, look like dog shit. The Cowboys, you know, uh, so they're 2-4. They're and four. The Eagles got lucky. They looked like dog shit last night. If it wasn't for the Giants, you saw this, this, this buster-ass baby, this buster-only, this buster-Douglas-ass motherfucker, this Dave and buster-ass motherfucker. Danny Peso's out here, motherfucking, fucking, he looked like, he looked like, the, he, he looked like my son. When he starts running and, and, and his legs start getting wobbly, he, gets, he starts getting uh, his legs, he starts moving too fast for his legs to carry him. They can't keep up. He got the speed wobbles. This motherfucker, Danny Dimes, got the speed wobbles when you're, like, going downhill, bombing a hill on your longboard, and you jump off, and you have to, like, try to, uh, uh. This motherfucker ate shit all by himself. This homie, 80-yard run, nobody within 20 yards of him, literally, and, and he fucking tripped himself up. <clears throat> Little homie was trying to run faster and faster, and his little legs couldn't keep up. He went down. As soon as he did it, I was like, man, that's, that's just, that's their whole, that's the Giants in a nutshell right there. And I was like, this dude is never, that's, that, that's butt fumble, come back to haunt you every day of your life, meme worthy, meme Hall of Fame on the walls of the Hall of, meme Hall of Fame type blundery right there. This motherfucker's never gonna, he's, his, his kids, 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 his kids are gonna be seeing replays of that shit in, 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 in 2120. That's what's gonna be happening. This motherfucker looks stupid. And he still should have won the game. He threw a dime to Ingram with two minutes left, and that motherfucker dropped that shit for game over. The Eagles would be one and fucking five. One, five, and one if that motherfucker hadn't dropped that ball. Carson Wentz came back, made the two plays that he had to make. Look like, look like diggity poo. All fucking, he looked like the little turd I pulled out my motherfucking ass all goddamn night. Until the last drive, the last two drives, really. 
And he pulled it out. Now everybody will be saying, oh, I told you he's so good. Well, fuck, he's not. He was trashed the whole fucking night. They should have lost that game. If the Giants were so, weren't so completely, absolutely inept, they'd have lost that motherfucking game. So now the Eagles are in first place at 2-4-1, at and one, I think. And, and, and so first place is on the line. We're playing the football team this weekend. Um... I'm picking the Cowboys, assholes. I'm picking the motherfucking Cowboys before Batista gets on here and starts with the bullshit. I'm picking the fucking Cowboys to win. I don't even know who their quarterback is. The, the, the other Allen that used to play for the, for the Panthers. You can't get your ass kicked by Allen. And you sure as fuck, if they bring little Ting Ting in there, little, little, little fucking Pistorius-ass motherfucker, Alex Smith, they bring, bring all crazy legs into that motherfucking game and we lose to him? It's over. You fire Mark, Mike McCarthy. If you lose to Ting Ting in there tomorrow, if, if Allen goes down or some shit, yo, homie, chill out, son. If, if Allen goes down or, or looks like dog shit and they replace him at, at halftime and, and little Pistorius-ass motherfucker, little, little, little Velociraptor legs comes up in them and beats our ass after, after having leg amputations and shit like that, and he comes back and wins... I don't know. I I don't know if I ever do the podcast again. I I don't think I could take that shit. Um, it it was it was a Monday night on Monday fucking night, homie. The world watching. We got our asses ate by the fucking Cardinals. It's not right. It's just not right. So, um, let's see. Let's hit this motherfucker up. Let me save this. All right, here we go. He might duck today. It's a real bad he time. Might duck. Oh, oh, oh. It's just normal. What's that? I said it's a real bad time. You have bad timing. What can I do for you? You got. You're on a hot mic. You you say this every of week. I am. You're, you're the third person to tell me that this morning. So I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm already on a roll. All right. Well, um, I just broke down Khabib and Gaethje. I just broke down my D boys. Um. I wanted your take. I, I just broke down. I just broke down the fact that the golden picks, the fight picks, are nasty. I come with the 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 your take on the call of the year picking Teofimo Lopez over Lomachenko, and how did I pull that off? Well, you didn't. You didn't call that. You didn't call that. I absolutely I called that. First of all, wow, man, you lose credibility week to week. Okay, let's. I'll play your game though. But I, I called it. Um, I knew this this young kid had some magic. Uh, no, and, I, I, know, no, 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 no. Tell the truth, Miha. You you pick okay. against Lomachenko every single fight just to pick against him. You're literally zero and twelve, picking against Lomachenko. I do, I do do that. Yes. Okay. I, I do that. Okay. Now continue. Oh, uh, just that. Uh, the guy, the guy is a, I mean, he's trained with the Mayweather. This guy is no joke, man. He's going to be around for a while. That's your take? Yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't get into the technicals. That's your job. That's your job. I, I let you handle that. That's, uh, did you watch the fight? World. I did, and I rewatched it. I'm not like you. What, what the I'm fuck was, like what was 
he doing? What was Lomachenko doing those first seven rounds? Because it was oh, it was seven say. nothing. It was seven nothing going into that eighth, and then on the eighth, all of a sudden, yeah. it was a completely different fighter that stepped in there. Okay, so for my not so expertise, I'm not going to claim that I'm, I have special knowledge. But from what I saw, from what I saw is he couldn't figure out that puzzle. He was throwing things from all different angles, and he just could not figure. He couldn't get comfortable. He couldn't get comfortable. And uh, you got to give it to the kid. The kid was, was coming, and he kept throwing punches. He kept moving forward. Uh, I mean, what did you see? I mean, don't you agree? Well, I mean, he, he didn't do anything. He, I mean, it wasn't that he couldn't. He didn't try. He didn't try anything. I mean, he threw one punch in the first right. round. He threw two in the second. He threw, like, four punches in the third and fourth round. He did absolutely nothing. And the couple times that he showed that, you know, in, in those first seven <laughs> rounds where he, he let his hands go, it, it was night and day difference. You saw from the eighth to eleventh round, he could have done that mm-hmm. from the beginning. He would have smoked Teofimo Lopez. Right. You know, I, there's been other fights like this before where, where guys just don't, they can't. They can't figure it out. They can't get comfortable. They're not. They're not doing what they normally do. You know what it reminds me of? You're going to disagree with me, but it reminds me of um, Mayweather uh, McGregor. When McGregor came out the first four rounds, he was winning four rounds. I mean, right? I mean, he was the first. Yeah, four May- rounds, Mayweather. Right? Mayweather was doing that. Yeah, he, he was doing. I was just talking about that fight too. But yeah, there, part of that was Mayweather carrying Connor to those late rounds. He didn't want to finish it early. He wanted to put on a show. But he has done... It it was. I mean, that's the only... He could have turned that up at any time he wanted to. But he's done that in other fights, though. Mayweather had done that in other fights where he'll give away, uh, um, like, uh, Marcos Maidana. He did that in in those fights. Marcos Maidana beat his ass a couple... in that Mm -hmm. first fight. Mm -hmm. Um, But... With Loma, I mean, and the surprising thing, though, is once he finally turned it up, it was, it was the last round. He got, he got smoked in that last round. That last round was, if he wanted even a, a last, because there was a lot of people who gave, for some reason, gave Lomachenko the second round. I, I don't know how he threw two punches, so I don't know how anybody gives him the second round. I had him down 7 I, 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 I personally thought the last four rounds were all close. Yeah, for, uh, I thought they were all, f- 8, 9, 10, 11 were all Lomachenko rounds, and then the 12th round, I thought I, he got outworked. He got outworked in the 12th round. I thought he gave up that round, too. So, uh, Do you want to see that fight again? Yes, and I said I do, but not right away. If, I, if I'm Teofimo Lopez, I make that, that motherfucking buster go get another dub because uh, he looked like dog shit. Uh, and then I, I, maybe, maybe he goes out and defends the titles again somewhere else. And then next year, maybe like summertime, springtime, when all this fucking pandemic bullshit is over, you do that in a stadium with actual fans in there. You don't do the uh, the re, uh, uh, you don't do part two like right away without fans again. Do you um do you, do you agree that this kid is going to be around for a while? You well, yeah, he's twenty. Out? He's twenty two years old, or twenty three years old, or something like that. Yeah, he's going to be. He's yeah. he, listen. He he hit he hit Lomachenko. The thing he did well is he went to the body. He went to the body early. When you have a guy that moves really well and hits angles and shit mm-hmm. like that, you can't, you can't go head hunting. You got to go to the body. He has power in that right hand, and he landed it over and over again. And he was just busy. He was just busy. But when, when, when homie, when Lomachenko let those hands go, it was, you saw it the very first time he did it. Like he, he threw a quick like three, four-punch combo in like the third round and, and Lomachenko, uh, against the, uh, the, uh, the ring, and, and Lopez looked like, oh, shit. He got that oh, shit look in his eye real quick. 
But then he never followed up. Lomachenko never followed up, and he let him off the ropes and just sat there and gave up more and more rounds. You brought up an interesting point that I never thought of. Uh, what do I do? You said, you just said that when a guy moves his head as much as Lomachenko does, you have to go to the body. I, I wonder, after you saying that, I wonder if that was the plan, if that was what they knew going in and what they knew they had to do going in. And Punch him in the chest. actually listen to his corner. Punch him in the chest. That, that's got to be the game plan. When you got a guy that moves like that, you got to punch him in the chest. You don't go ch- chasing that. You can move your head. You can move your feet. Even in MMA, you can move your legs out of the way. You can move your head out of the way. You can't move your fucking body. Your body stays there. Right. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, uh, the body shot was, I mean, you know, you know, one thing I didn't like is I thought um, Lopez took a lot of damage, though. He took a lot of big shots, and he, he, he withstood it, but I mean, wow. all All I mean, in a like, short amount of time. All really right. in like three rounds. Right. Yeah. I mean, if, if yeah. that Lomachenko, if round eight through 11 Lomachenko shows up in round one, I can, I can see when it was happening after the first round, I was like, yeah, that makes, that's how Lomachenko fights. He likes to just, you know, like Anderson Silva used to give that first round, you know, just a fill out round. But after, mm-hmm. the, after the second round, I started going, oh, shit. And then after the third round, I was like, oh, fuck. I knew then. Like, something's up. But um, if he would have come out in, like, the second round, the way he did in the eighth, ninth, tenth, and eleventh, that, that shit, he probably would have finished that fight in, like, the seventh, eighth round. Right, so you're saying if he had more rounds with the same amount of damage in the later if rounds, he would have come out with. Yeah. yeah, if he had that same urgency at the beginning, if he came out the gate firing shots like he, he, like he did in the 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th, putting his combinations together, getting that angle. He had that angle all night, that outside angle that he likes to hit and he likes to you know, go around back of people. He had that all night. He had that a couple times early in the fight too, and he just went right back to the center. He didn't, he didn't like go and take advantage of it. It was weird. Nothing about him was him. I, I don't understand. Like, I've seen him take those well, rounds off. I mean, and, and Lopez gave him something different to look at. It was a different fight. It was not like, it, it, you know what? He's bigger, I, too. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, I, I actually didn't, personally, I, I had to watch it again. Because initially watching it, I didn't see much of anything special that he was doing. Exactly. Right. It was and, more and, inactivity. I mean, it was more inactivity on Lomachenko's part that allowed him to look like he was having that much success. Yeah, because I was thinking about previous fights with Lomachenko, and I think you know how guys come out and they have a, everyone has a plan, right? Right. When they have, everyone has a plan for this guy who's special. We know he's special. He moves like no one else moves. Everyone has a plan, and in the plan, we see, we see it crumble after a while. So. When I was thinking about those fights and I saw this fight, I mean, I didn't see much of a difference in plan other than the fact that he went to the body early. And, and he just wasn't afraid either. Right. He wasn't so on his heels. He wasn't on... came forward. Yeah, that's it. You know, he came forward and he went to the body and he just wasn't... He wasn't afraid of Lomachenko. Now, here's the real question. I, I can tell you're brokenhearted by this fight, Mija. I can tell you're... you're no, ri- no, 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 no. This would really hurt you. Not just this. I, I, I spent the first, you know, like 15 minutes talking about the uh, sports black cloud that is raining on me constantly uh, as of late. Um, and I want your immediate take on the Dallas Cowboys. On what did you see on Monday night? Because you picked them to win. Oh, my God. You picked these <laughs> motherfuckers to win. 
Yeah, I did, bro. And I said on here, I said, there's, I'll never come on wax on, on the cast and, and put the Cowboys in the L column on wax. But off stage, I didn't think there was any way in hell they were going to win this fucking fight. I mean, this, this game. You picked them. And okay. I tried to warn yeah. you against picking them, and you still picked them. Yeah. No, you, you, you definitely did. It was very weird. It was, it was a weird uh, a switch from us because, um, you know, I'm, I normally pick against the Cowboys every week. But, you know, I just never have seen them look this bad. It's been years that I've seen them look this bad. Um, first of all, Arizona's not that good. They're good, no. but they're not, 38, they're not 38 to 10 good. They're not 38 to 10 good. And in my opinion, Dallas is not 38 to 10 bad. I, this is this, there's something wrong here, man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to okay. First of all, Andy Dalton is good enough to lead this team. That's my opinion. I think so too. Uh, you are you you have you have. What did I text you during the game? I said they're gonna reestablish the run. They never did that. They How? came out throwing right he, was, he fumbled they twice. That was a huge mistake. You need to go on the back of Elliott. You have one of the he fumbled twice, Miha. He fumbled back oh, to back. He lost the game for us. Okay, and I understand why you say that because he because of the fumble. But when, when you you need to establish when there's a when there is a major trauma in a team, something that's serious, like losing uh, your your starting quarterback, you need to go to the next guy and say, "Hey, look, we're going to get on your back." They didn't do that, and that was a problem. I understand the fumble. But you come out in first and second down, and you run the ball. You, run, you go back to the ABCs of football. They tried to come out swinging the ball, and then you know what? When, when it came, came around to, to, to Elliott, it was already, it's not going to work. I, I've seen this story before. You need to establish. They need to come out this week. They need to come out this week and run on first, second, and third down. And you're talking to a guy that loves to pass. Right? You're talking to a guy that likes you see the ball in the air. I'm telling you, they need to come out first down, second down, third down, first possession, run, run, run. I don't care if they have to punt it. Three and out. They got to do that. They got to do that. Establish this thing because you know what? They're looking like they don't even have a superstar running back. They don't even look like He's not a superstar a- running back. We can't. It was 0-0. Zero, zero. It was 0-0. Zero, zero. We hand the ball to Zeke. We, we throw the ball to Zeke on a screen that worked beautifully. He's off to the races, and, he, and, and the one guy catches him from behind. Fumble. Seven nothing. Now it we're down seven it nothing. Look it, it wasn't. It was a perfect timing fumble. The guy came and he punched the ball out. It was an odd angle. He was lazy with I the mean, football, it, Miha. Yeah. He didn't tuck yeah, that ball away when he caught that. He held it out in front of him. He thought he had no idea that that guy was there. I understand the errors. No, he did not. You're right. You're right. And I understand the errors. What I'm saying is the game plan was all wrong. You need to jump on this guy's back and say, "Hey, look." You're all we got right now. We have a rookie receiver that is our best receiver. Cooper doesn't look special. No. He doesn't look special. You, we, we are young. We are hurt. Let's get on your back and, and, and let this guy try to carry the team, man. That's what I was most disappointed in. You know, I'm not sure what um, your boy said uh, this week about the game. I, I don't know. He's, he's kind of a clown. What's his name? Uh, Skippy. Skippy. Uh, <laughs> Bayless. Yeah. But, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if he said, "Hey, I want to see more. I want to see more, uh, more, more Elliot. 
I, I got to see more Elliot. And, you know, I think this week is the week they say, okay, let's go back to the bread and butter. Let's go back to the ABC's 1970s-style football. Let's pound it. That's what you got to do. It'll open up to we'll the We'll be down 28 nothing in the first four possessions. He'll fumble three out of those times. Now, defensively, now, defensively, okay, so other than that, other than what I just explained to you, everything else is coaching. You guys have the wrong coach. You picked the wrong coach. Yeah. Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones needs to die. He needs to go <laughs> away. He needs to die. And you guys will again. Are you for hire, Miha? Are you for hire? <laughs> I got a lot going on in my life, man. I got, I got businesses. I got, uh, you know, I got, I got things going on. I can't really stop my day to, to deal with these kind of problems, man. This is, sir, this is internal. Uh, but Jerry Jones, man, he, he's not going to admit it, but that was the wrong guy. You, look, at, the league is going to fresh blood. They're going to fresh blood. Guys that have uh, genius-level, uh, you know, uh, insight on the game, a different level, 2020-type level. Not guys that have been running this West Coast offense since the, the mid-'90s, like your boy, I can't even think of his name, your head coach. McCarthy. He's been running this offense. Why do you think Aaron Rodgers? Fat bastard. He's fat bastard. That's his fucking name. Yeah, exactly. Why? Why, why do Aaron? Look at when Aaron Aaron Rodgers wants you gone. That says a lot. Listen. Well, Aaron Rodgers is like a whiny yeah. little puss boy too, though, man. Well, He's a fuck like boy him. extraordinaire. Like he really him. is. You could see him throwing like little him, tantrums. He hey, you seen the Bettys he's had? You seen the Bettys he's pulled in his day, and they can't fucking stand him. They all dip. Who's that little race car girl he was just smashing? Danica Patrick. You let that. Hey, you man. fucking Danica Patrick, and hey. you let that get out. You let that escape. Hey, hey, I don't spend my day on TNZ like you do. Man. Hey, yeah, you man, know what the fuck? Wrong. I know you've been done spanked a couple off. I know you've done rocketed a couple off to to Danica Patrick. There's no man that hasn't. And if you land that shit. Something's got to be yeah. wrong if you don't do everything in your power to make sure that she don't walk out that door. And the other chick before that. Not everyone thinks like you, man. A lot of people, a lot of people, they move on from stuff like that. They move on to the next thing. He's a prima donna little, little, yeah. little egotistical AB. That's who he is. That's what he is. I see it. I see it in his uh, eyes. He's got that so, crazy bitch so in his eyes. Let, let, me just, let me just follow up with you, though. Okay, so just, just real, it's to sum it up. I don't do wanna, we win this don't weekend? Wanna... Do we win this weekend? Right, but... What I, what I want to say is, what I want to say is, I stand by my pick. I was wrong, but it, it was wrong because the approach to the game was absolutely horrendous. Horrendous. I had, Sounds like I my Lomachenko pick. And um, so this week, who do you all have? We got the football team. Okay, so you guys, they just lost to Philly last night, right? No, that was the Giants. No, we got oh, we got Washington. Yeah, yeah. We have Washington. the football team. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, I can't. If we lose to the football the, team, if they bring little Ting Ting, I was saying if they bring old Ting Ting, little Pistorius legs, fucking Alex Smith out there, little Oscar Pistorius legs out there, it, it, yeah. it, it, it's a wrap. And, and we lose to him. If we lose to this handicapped dude, this the, the fucking Jimmy from South Park ass motherfucker comes out here and kicks our ass, it, it's done. Uh, fuck it. The games in the games in Washington. The games in Washington. They allow fans, partial partial fans. Um, <laughs> I, I you know look at who's I'm winning gonna, it. I'm pick pick the fucking pick. 
I'm going to have some contingencies on my pick. No, no. You, straight up, on wax, who wins the game? I have Dallas winning. You could have, you're oh, you're glutton for punishment. And I have Dallas Dallas winning if they approach the game like I think they should approach the game. If you, okay, put it this Okay, way. yeah, but if you can't say rifle, ifs. If a red rifle comes out throwing the ball, hard, like just they come out slinging the ball in the first possession, they're going to lose the game. If they come out and establish the run, they will win. But well, what are they going to do? Are they going to come out and throw the ball, or are they going to come out and run no. it? What are you no, betting on? They're going to come out and run it. They're going to they're going to change it. They're going to they, they wise up after this. Elliot will be focused in focus this week. Yeah, You'll have your hundred yards, Neil. Nah. I, uh, okay. Does does Elliot fumble? No, I'm going to say no turnovers. No turnovers. No turnovers. All right. No turnovers. All right. Well, you're going to have a win because there's not going to be turnovers, and you're going to have you're going to have a win because they're going to run the ball. Those those are the primary reasons for for your victories. All right. One last thing here. I'm already on wax. I'm already on wax. You're on wax now. Khabib or Gaethje? No, we have Kalabib. Kalabib is the guy. You make you make that fight. Kalabib. So you're you're taking the pick that absolutely everybody is making. Let's uh, put that on the on on wax. Um, here's here's the thing. I I love I love the uh, the underdog. I love to make the pick that nobody wants to pick. But you don't. But I can't. But you never do. Because this this is here's the thing. Uh. This guy doesn't have a chance. Okay, here's the thing. He's going to take him down, and he's going to beat him, and he doesn't have the ability to get out of that hole. He does, though. He does. He That's where you're wrong. You think he has wrestling? He's a Division One wrestler. He got, into, he got into the sport because of wrestling. He was a Division One champion wrestler. He got, okay, so you have Gaethje. You're going on, you're going on record. I got a fifth-round TKO Gaethje. He's, he was a wrestler. That's how he got into it. He's a wrestler that learned how to throw leg kicks and, and throw fucking bombs. Yeah, I, I I just see it differently, man. I see him getting taken down, and with that with that crazy leg tied tied up, the the can't uh, get off the fence. The mermaid, the little mermaid thing whatever that, that whatever, they call it, the Dagestani yeah. uh, leg iron. Yeah, I mean it's very very. Uh, it, and, and when you're tired and you're in that, you have no desire to get out of it. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I've seen him over and over, and I just don't see this guy. This is not the guy that's going to do it. Did you I've watch him fight Tony Ferguson? I did. Okay. 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 Yeah, he's an old man. He so what happens? What happens looked. if he lands like two or three, four, or five of those little uh, those calf kicks? What's going to happen? Hmm. 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 Look at after one or two of those, he's going to get taken down. Okay, and then he gets back up. Round starts again. He takes one or two more of those. Okay, he gets back down. Let's you know, say he holds him down because I don't see him holding him down for entire rounds. But let's just say now we're into the third round. He's been kicked four times in that leg. Round three starts on the feet again. Two, couple, two, three more leg kicks right there. What's going to happen now? You know what? Round three, round three is historically Khabib's weakest round. Yeah. Uh, he, get, he, he gets tired of working the, the, the ground game, and so he'll stand and try to take a rest round. Uh, the third round will be his biggest chance to, to try to land something and, and try to make something happen. I Look, at, I have to be in five in a decision. Decision. That's what I have. I don't have a knockout. I have a decision. Yeah, that, I, if he I wins, like I think it's by. I think knockout. it's by decision. If Khabib wins the fight, it's by decision. I think so too. But Gaethje, I think Gaethje gets the late fifth round, real similar 
to the Tony Ferguson fifth round TKO. That's what's going to happen. Okay, so I have my pick, but let me just say, if, if, if Gaethje's going to win this fight, he actually has to hurt Khabib. I still yeah. haven't seen the guy hurt. Because well, nobody fights him. to land one of those wild overhand, that's right? What, well, I, I, and that's because... You're right, and that's because nobody goes after him. They're too afraid to be taken down. This dude ain't going to be afraid to be taken down. One, it's going to be hard to take down, and then when you do get those takedowns, because Khabib's going to keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep taking down. Even if he gets up, he's going to keep taking them back down, but Gaethje can scramble back to his feet, so he's going to have to keep working for those. And Gaethje's going to throw bombs. You know he's yeah. coming to throw some fucking hammers. He's going to be the first guy that doesn't give a fuck, and he's, gonna, he's not worried about you taking him down. He's going to throw those bombs. He's going to hit Khabib. Khabib's going to mm-hmm. be tested in this one. Um, his accuracy on his significant strikes is uh, around 60%. I was watching that. and um, Khabib's got good but, hands, too. Uh, but total takedowns, the the uh, the attempts on takedowns for for it's like five. Khabib is eight, like around fifty percent of everything he he takes down. Yeah, he averages like uh, almost six round, uh, takedowns a fight. And and historically, regard, I mean, I know you said that this guy has a wrestling history, but if you look at his record, the guy doesn't take anyone down. He doesn't beat anyone into submission. He doesn't submit anybody. He doesn't need to. He, he knocks him out. Look at how many knockouts he right. has. Hundred percent finish right. rate. Yeah, I'm just giving you that. I'm just saying, he, he hasn't not knocked somebody out since, like, almost a decade, maybe. I don't know, probably maybe I like, like um, six, seven eight, rounds. How big are years. you on this Whitty fight? I'm going Whitty. Okay. I'm, I'm going Whitty. I'm going Whitty. Jared Cannonier could, could win the fight. He could knock him out. I think he's a little too vanilla. Um, he's got power in that yeah, right I now. Don't think it, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a fight, in my opinion. Ooh, you, you going Whitaker? Yeah, but I like the next one. Um, Volkov? The, the dude with, the, with the, the daughter that died or whatever. Walt Harris? He's going yeah. to get his ass kicked, Mia. I, I, I mean, Volkov... I, He's not going to beat Volkov. Volkov. I think he won his last... I, that knockout by, what's his name, Big Boy, um, Popeye's Chicken, what's his name? Derek Lewis? Yeah. That wasn't that was his last crazy. fight. That was years ago. He's already had more fights yeah. since then. Yeah, he's, he's had some wins since then, right? He had a couple of wins. Uh, he lost. Or at least one. Yeah, he got taken down. Uh, what was his last fucking fight? Uh, he lost to Curtis Blades. He got taken down by Curtis Blades in June. Remember, he got taken down for like, I think that was the main event. I think he got taken down all five yeah, rounds. I, he just got held down. But before that, he beat Tom Hardy. Uh, he beat Tom Hardy. He beat uh, uh, fucking Hardy. Uh, what's his fucking name? Greg Hardy. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he stepped in, though, one week notice. Yeah, he beat Greg Hardy, and he, he lost to Lewis before that. But he's going to stay on the outside. He's going to pick uh, Walt Harris apart. Yeah, other than that, I mean, I'll the other, this is... Uh, the other Nurmagomedov that was going to be fighting was a motherfucker. I, he, I guess they took his fight off I'm probably from COVID shit, but this dude, Umar yeah. Nurmagomedov, that was going to fight... This dude is a motherfucker. This dude throws nothing but kicks on the stand-up. He doesn't throw his hands at all. All he throws, he throws kicks like like most people throw hands. And he has Khabib takedowns. He was it was gonna be a fucking sick fight, but we don't get that no more. There's a um, the last fight in the main event is a yes. Russian. Ankalaev, Ankalaev versus uh, Kutalaba. Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> Did you see the this first is one? Probably stupid. Yeah, this is probably stupid, but I'm, I'm going to take the Mexican. 
Mexican? What Mexican? Uh, or, or he's not Mexican. He's, he's some kind of Latin. I don't know. Cutalaba? I don't know what. Yeah. You're taking Cutalaba? Yes, I am. You saw the first fight, the first time they fought earlier this year? I did not, no. Okay, so they I fought earlier this year, and it was the worst stoppage in the history of the world, and it was in the first round. Uh, my man Magomed uh, Ankalaev came out and just started throwing head kicks uh, willy-nilly, had this guy out on his feet. Uh, I think he was uh, trying to say that he was, he was trying to pretend he was hurt or something like that, and then the ref jumped in because he thought he was really hurt, and they called it off. But my man um, Magomed Ankalaev, uh, let me compare him real quick to you. Uh, 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 I, I, com- uh, I compare him to uh, Kamzat Chimaev. It's the bigger Kamzat Chimaev. Stand up like a motherfucker. Ground game like a motherfucker. Uh, he's going to smash Kutalaba again. It's going to be the second time this year that he knocks this <clears throat> motherfucker out. I like the Muay Thai. You know, I'm a big, uh, you know, I'm a big, you know, I, I don't like that the Russian style. That's just my thing. He's I got know, the stand-up, too, though. This dude's got stand-up, too, though. He's got stand-up and the ground game. His, his stand-up is better than, than Kamzat's. His ground game might not be well, as, as damaging, but... Listen, Kutalaba could I definitely come out and land some me. wild shit. He I could, said he, you wouldn't agree with me, so... Kutalaba I mean, could come I, out I and land some crazy it. shit. He could land it and, and knock him out pretty quick. I mean, he, he, it's not like he can't win the fight. I'm just saying, like, I, I, Magomed's got... Wow. Eight. But Magomed's gonna win that fight. That's all it's going to be. Other than that, man, the only other guy that I uh, actually took notice on was Cowboy, the Brazilian Cowboy. That's a tough fight. That dude, uh, Shavkat, that he's fighting, Rakamanov, I watched a couple of his fights. He's a... it's an interesting fight, man. Interesting fight. He reminds me of uh, 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 McDonald, of uh, Rory McDonald. He's a little bit like Rory McDonald. That's going to be a good fight. That's a pick-em so, fight. Uh, that's, that's even odds in Vegas. I wanted that. I wanted to get your take on this real quick. I wanted to get your take on your boy, um, SVG. Who? SVG. Wow, SVG. Stand, stand. Oh, stand the man. Stand the man. We rolling, Miha. We are rolling. My pellies, we back in this bit. All up in this bitch, Miha. How you like that? We got ourselves a coach that's going to teach us how to play defense. Your worst motherfucking nightmare. And here it is. You want, you want waxy wax? I got us sneaking into that. I'm, we're going to go to seventh seed. Lakers are going to make that second seed. We're going to knock the Lakers out in the first motherfucking round real quick next year. No bubble. No bubble tournament. You don't got that little bubble uh, 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 bullshit to, to hide under. You out in the real world, real fans... You're getting your ass kicked. Seven games. Well, I'm going to give you my prediction. I, I like this hire because I've always liked Sam Van Gundy. He's a little emotional on the sideline. I've never liked that part of him. But um, he's a good uh, fundament, fundamental coaches, coaching style, and uh, he has a lot of information to give the kids, which is good. Now, here's the thing. He doesn't play the long game. He's gonna go. He's gonna go a thousand miles an hour. That's the way. He's, that's the way he's gonna do it. And he has young people. These young people can play forty minutes a game. I mean, uh, you're not gonna see Lonzo coming off. Uh, you know, sitting in, on the bench. I mean, he's gonna run that guy forty minutes a game. And that's my fear. He's gonna run uh, Zion forty minutes a game too. Good. And uh, my my fear is 
that we just never will see what Zion is capable of doing because no. he's just going to get hurt, man. No, no. That's my fear. All That's right. my fear. Because he's going to run this kid. He's going to have him on the floor, and what's going to happen is that's going to be wear and tear on a body that, that just is not used, not, not capable of carrying 300 pounds, jumping up and down like a crazy man uh, 40 minutes a game. And, and you're going to have a guy that's hurt half the season. Not buying it. Canceling after a trial period, Miha. We ain't buying that bullshit. We will see you in well, round one. We will see you in round one. You got any last last uh, closing ar- arguments? You got anything you you want to throw out there real quick? Just want to give jump? you my tips for the for the for the for this Sunday. Real okay. Quick, okay. Uh, okay. To have it on. Uh, Put them on. And wax. I'll listen to it later and write it down. Um. You got the games up? Yeah, I do. All right. I do, Let's get them. Um, Let's get them. I was about. So you have uh, Detroit and Atlanta. At Atlanta? It is, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, I'm a, I like Atlanta myself. Uh, how about Cleveland and the Bengals? I got Cleveland. Cleveland. Pittsburgh at Tennessee. That's a good game. That's, That's an undefeated game. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee. Wow, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh, and I don't blame you for the Tennessee pick. But I can run that ball, man. That you stop. That they got the best running back in the game. They do, they do. But you got Big Ben on the other side playing out of his mind right now. Uh, Carolina and New Orleans. I got New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. Buffalo at the Jets. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Buffalo. Yeah, there's only one pick. Dallas at Washington. I already told you about Dallas. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm only putting Dallas on wax. You got Dallas on wax <laughs> without thinking, huh? That's for your standard, okay? Uh, Green Bay versus Houston. I got Green Bay. Green Bay. Tampa. This is special. This is. This is. I, I'm serious on what you're gonna say. On Tampa at Las Vegas. Vegas. Wow. Oh my. Goodness. Look at them teams um, they've taken out. They, look at the teams they've taken out. I understand that, but I also saw a Tampa Bay defense that absolutely went bananas last week. I'm going to go Tampa Bay. The Raiders. The Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I don't blame you. Them, um, them, them Buccaneers uh, are going to come. Is it in, in, was it in, was it in uh, Vegas? It is in Vegas. Oh, yeah. You know those motherfuckers are going to be at the strip club all night. Them Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to be over there getting them lemon pepper wings shit. They, gonna, they ain't going to show up <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, man, KC and Denver. Casey. Yeah, KC. San Fran at New England. This is an interesting game. New England. Really? Ugly game. I'm gonna go New England. They can't lose. They cannot afford to lose this week. They'll be two and four. Um, let's go Jacksonville and Chargers in LA. Chargers. Yeah, I'm gonna go Chargers. Seattle and Arizona. Wow. Seattle and Arizona on Sunday night football. Zona. Nah, nah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Seattle. Yeah, you're gonna play what? You're gonna go chalk every time. We know. I'm going to go Seattle. I'm just being real, man. You're going to make um, the picks that everybody makes. Yes, we understand. Now, the game, the game of the, the week, Chicago at the Rams. I know who you are. 
Give me the bears. The bears. I, I knew it, yeah. Give me the you, motherfucking you bears. Where are they at? In L.A.? Yeah. It don't matter. On the moon, fucking Mars. Give me motherfucking now, the bears. Do they open the stadium for that game? I mean, do they open? Do they have fans in the stadium for that game? I have no idea. They're going to open them cheeks up, and they're going to get them clapped. That's what's going to be open, Miha. The, the, the buffet is going to be open, Miha. We're gonna have that. We're gonna have the bibs on. We're gonna have the chopsticks out. The bears folds. Yes, Monday night. Monday night. That's gonna be a great game, man. That's gonna be a great game. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, all right. Uh, that's that's all I got, man. All right. Good show. We're getting out of here. Later. All right then. Late. Well, there you have it. Uh, fuck, man. Rolling. Hour fifteen minutes on this bitch. We've been giving you your fucking money's worth. On the Whiskey Shit Podcast. Um, shit. Uh, fuck it. I'm just, I'm just going to get the fuck out of here. Y'all, y'all probably sick of my, my motherfucking mouth. This is back to back to back weeks. We get, we, we're busting you upside the head with the Whiskey Sick Podcast. Um, episode number 115 in the books. This is the homie, the little, little man. Say what up. You going to say bye? You going to say bye? Say bye. He's running away. He's running away from the hot mic. Just like Bautista. Anyways, we're going to be out. We're going to be out this bitch. Whiskey Sick Podcast. Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody Motherfucking Hank. You want to say something? And we out, motherfucker. I go hard, 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 because you can't fuck with me today. I said, nah, 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 bitch, I got time for you today. I didn't then, but I do now Got time for you like the moon's round Got the time, I can run it that time I can run it back, shine, I can none of that Go, go, grind, no, it never stopped It's fine that it never popped Cook rhymes, let the needle drop Two lines, you don't need a lot I did it for the love, I never got back Until push came to shove and I fought back Got no help from above, never bought that And no luck, giving up, never thought that I keep it GG, real bitch, I don't fuck with you, no way I listen to my heart, Big and Andre Three down in the crowd like the song say Got my hands in the air, been a long day I'm too dope in the caddy of LeBron Bade Sitting shoddy, but you got me on the wrong day That was then, this now came a long way I said, nah, 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 bitch, I got time for you today Today I got time I didn't have a minute in the bank Now I'm sitting on some digits like no limit by the tank Cause today I got time They said it that time Drip, I don't gotta drop What if shit got locked Fell sick, started getting hot Then quit, never got a shot Said I never had a chance, I was too ill, too real Better take it back to the two real True skills, never gonna last for the two pills Truth kills, now they living lies, got a few mil Got time, like I'm undercover time Like I'm father rubber shine, never dawned the color Ride like I never fly Might die for a feel alive Unsigned, barely getting by Nine lives, better getting high And pulling baddies in the Chevy Going heavy in the paint They ain't ready, left and steady Missy Ellie in the rain She got semi-insane Just like Kennedy got brained In a drop top, two shots, crop top Click, clap, pop, pop Who's there? Knock, knock, you get got, got Deuce, crit, pop, pop I got time like I'm Kobe with the last shot Number eight, laying sideways in a match clock Drive the lane like a highway, get the ass rocked Then I bang, usher my way, the last stop I said, nah, 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 bitch I got time for you today Moody, today I got time I remember when I didn't have a minute in the bank Now I'm sitting on some digits like no limit by the tank Cause the day I got time
I got time, like a coma, I mean comma, like I'm promising a manana Like they hate it once upon a time, looking for the drama All the smoke and marijuana, hold it ghosted like it's not a When it's looking near Apollo, every minute had a dollar I'd be dripping like a sauna, like I spent a whole semana Across the border, Tijuana, I don't know, I swear your honor I'm aware this, I'm a mama, rather stop than have to swallow I'm too proud to get a follow Time been ahead of mine Like a continental flight, reaching monumental heights Fuck songs, writing wrongs, finally got the metal right Upon the Honda rental, down down to Palm Central Cause I got time To walk, walk, walk it out I take the long way home, it's a long way home I got all day long Today I got time Think about the Today I got time I remember when I didn't have a minute in the bank Now I'm sitting on some digits like no limit by the tank Cause today I got time I wish You had More time More time More time